Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. years ago. I am 85 now. 
transcendent for us. Come on. Because when the children of, uh, of God were in the, were in the wilderness, they were grumbling and complaining. They had to go a two-week journey, and God set them apart for 40 years because they couldn't get their life straight. They couldn't get their mouths right. They said that they were cast aside because of their grumbling and complaining. So God, he had to wait for a generation that never knew Egypt, the generation that was like 21 years and younger besides Joshua and Caleb, and says, okay, everyone that's 21 years and younger, you can go to the promised land with Joshua and Caleb, but everyone else, you cannot enter. It was because of their mouths of grumbling and complaining. You know, and then you also see where Moses, God spoke to Moses because the children of Israel were dying of dehydration. And God said, take your rod and strike the rock and water will come out. So he struck the rock and water came out. The second time, you know, they were thirsty again. They were, they were dying of thirst. So the Lord said, speak to the rock and water will come out. But instead of speaking, he struck it. it was, and it was his disobedience of, not, of, the, of the spirit of God trying to come out of his mouth, trying to move out of his mouth. God was wanting to move, and he was wanting to move out of the flesh instead of the spirit. Yeah. God was saying, just speak to it. Yeah. My power is going to come, and it's going come to change on. something. It's going to be part of the rock. He did it. He did it. He struck the rock instead. And because of his disobedience, the failure of the thing to come out of his mouth, he was banished from the, Israel, from the promised land. He was able to see his promise, but never touch it. He was only able to see what was next for the, for the next generation. He kept walking it for himself. Right. And the thing is, if we can see the disobedience that came out of his mouth and the grumbling complaints out of, our, of the children of Israel, it's like, how much longer are we going to let our mouths keep us on the promise that God has for our lives? Come on. Come on. You know? Like, the way we talk, it matters. Our words Come carry on. the power of life and death. Yeah. What we prophesy matters. What we speak over our lives, our work, our children, our parents, our in-laws, it matters. Yeah. And I mean, I just love it because you get to see the redeeming love of Jesus all over this area. Because in 1 Corinthians, it says that Jesus, Paul says that Jesus is the rock. And it was the rock that followed the children of Israel through the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the same rock that the water came out of. And if we can see so prophetically and symbolically throughout the scripture, Holy Spirit is referenced as water. And, then, and then, just the night before Jesus was crucified, he was in the garden. He says, Father, if this cup can be passed for me, do it. He says, but don't, it's like, it's not my will, but God, let your will be done. And so Jesus went on the cross as an act of obedience. Yeah. And as he is on the cross, as the rock, he says, Father, unto you I release my spirit. It is finished. Yeah. We can see the rock with his words, with his mouth, saying, unto you I release my spirit. The Holy Spirit of God is now coming out of him, and he dies. We can see the water is now coming out of the rock. Come on, come on. Jesus, with his words, redeemed the, the disobedience of Moses and the children of Israel. And saying, well, I'm now bringing you into the land of promise. Come and to show you that as part of the same covenant, the rock was struck on the side, being Christ. The rock being Christ was struck, and now came blood and water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Showing that he was redeeming the 
securing the covenant between God and man.
I am the vine, and you are the branch. He who abides in me will be a much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. But if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch, and dries up, and, and they are gathered, and they cast into the fire, and they are burned. Abide in me, my words abide in you, and ask whatever you wish, and it shall be done. So the Lord is saying, if he has power, all we have to do is connect with him, yes. and he's going to bless us. Yes. Come on. He says, but if we do not produce fruit, he's going to cut us off as a branch. He just said, I am the vine, you are the branch. He says, but if you do not produce fruit, you will be gathered up as a branch, as a son and daughter, and be thrown in the fire. He's saying, as a son and daughter, it's like, if we do not produce the fruit of faith, <laughs> we can't get away from it. But when it is the will of God over our life, it's to give all the glory that we have unto the Father. Yeah. Because yes. two chapters later in John 17, I love this so much. It says, these things Jesus spoke, lifting his eyes up to heaven, saying, Father, the hour has come. Glorify me, your Son, that the Son may glorify you, even as you gave me authority over all mankind, to whom you have given to whom you have given him, that you that I may have eternal life. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, and that you are the one true God, and that Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth and have accomplished the work that which you have given me to do. Now, glorify me. He says, and together we ourselves, Father, with the glory which I had to you before the world. And I manifested your name to the men whom you've given me out of the world, that which they were, and you have given uh, and you have given them to me, and they will keep your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. And the words which you have given me, I have given to them. And they have received them. And they are truly under, he's like, they are truly under, they have truly understood that I have came from you. And they have believed that you did send me. And I asked on their behalf. I did not ask on the behalf of the world, but of those that you have given me. For they are mine. And all things are mine and yours. He says, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And I am no more in the world, but they themselves are in the world. I come to you, Holy Father. Keep them in your name, and the name which you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. Yes. He says, while I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you have given me. And I guarded them, and, uh, and none of them perished, but the Son of accreditation. Uh, this is for the scripture I be fulfilled. What is the goal for our lives? Is that everything we do will glorify the Father. Yes. Because you can see in Matthew 7 where it says, Jesus said, in that day they will call unto me, Lord, Lord, did we heal in your name? Yes. Did we cast out devils in your name? Did we raise the dead in your name? And Jesus said, get away from me. I never knew you. Why did he say that? He said that because they were bearing fruit on the branch of selfishness and 
to you, God. Let me receive yes. Donovan. It's all to you. Yes. Yes. They, they were so concerned with God. I'm going to do it. Yes. You're going to be with me. Mom. I'm going to be part of it. Yes, you're going to be part of it, but it's not about you. Thank you for listening to this week's Fuel the Flame from Newly Awakened Ministries. You can follow Newly Awakened Ministries on Facebook and Instagram. You can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com.